Hey, hey, everyone. I'm Katie McGregor-Bennett, your host of Connecting Tech and Design, a new podcast that explores the technologies, trends, opportunities that exist for integrators, architects, interior designers, and manufacturers around technology for the home and office. Today, I've got Tony Blodgett. He's a sales manager for Sierra, and you're going to hear a little bit about Tony and a lot about the company and even more about uh, outdoor AV, outdoor tech, and making things sound great and look great outside your home. So without further ado, let me introduce Tony. Sir, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks, Katie. Excellent. Excellent. Now, where are you? I I see you all over the place at events and never in your home base, but uh, where might you be today? Yeah, I'm in uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin at our factory. Excellent. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, Town, uh, USA, otherwise known as. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. Indeed. A few, just a few of those, huh? <laughs> Title yeah. set is. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin uh, is home base for Sierra. Um, tell us a little bit about Sierra first, and then, uh, and then I also want to want to introduce you and get to know you a little bit more before we dive into the bigger topic at large, which is outdoor AV. But uh, talk to us a little bit about Sierra and what you guys do. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, Sierra, kind of the you know elevator you know pitch of Sierra, who we are. To sum it up, is uh, you know we're a company that provides video solutions throughout the home, inside and out, where regular TVs can't go. From a design perspective, from a functional perspective, um, but you know even beyond that, we provide different degrees of bathroom mirror technology. Uh, everything from our smart mirrors, uh, you know, you've referenced those before on on your podcast here, uh, to lighted mirrors. Every bathroom needs lighting, every bathroom needs a mirror. So um, we are a company that started in 2003. Uh, it's a very interesting story. Our co-founders, Tim and Gretchen Gilbertson, uh, you know, co-founded this really on uh, ob- observation of the concept of the vanishing TV mirror, um, where that concept was just so fascinating when they're going through a parade of homes locally in, in the Green Bay area and they saw someone had just two-way mirror in front of a TV and they said, you know what, like it's pretty rudimentary, but we can do this right. And it was all about the perfect harmony of design and technology when they developed uh, the, the specialized vanishing glass that we provide uh, and then the electronics that, that we eventually developed as well to provide best-in-class solutions for those categories. And that, you know, eventually evolved to uh, folks wanting us, because we're doing video, again, in unique spaces, to developing outdoor TVs. Um, So about eight, nine years ago, uh, we developed our first generation of our outdoor TVs, best-in-class performance, best-in-class design. And uh, those TVs, uh, just like many of the outdoor TVs we design today, they're all produced and uh, design produced and, and shipped right here from Green Bay, Wisconsin, USA. So uh, it's a very exciting story. And I've been with Sierra myself for, um, you know, over half of that that life of this company. We've been in business now for, this is our 16th year and, and going strong. So multiple video categories that really always have an element of design. Um, and that even transcends into the uh, the outdoor outdoor space as well. So that's what I'm here for is, uh, you know, really help provide those experiences that people wouldn't otherwise have, whether it's from a design standpoint or a functional constraint standpoint with, with standard technology. Yeah. Yeah. So I love this. And I'm really glad that you gave some, some background also on the Gilbertsons and sort of how the, how, how the concept of Sierra came to be, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, I, I, I love that, especially when there's, when there's a husband and wife, 
team. Um, my husband and I are business partners, so it's uh, you know it it always intrigues me as to how others um, you know how they came up with the idea, how they got into it, and ultimately how they execute the business on a day to day basis. Which um, you know, obviously, as we know, is surround yourself by fabulous people, and uh, you know that's step number one. And I know that they've done that. It's part of the reason we're talking to you today. Um, but you know, I also it, I've always very much loved the angle of the story that it was it was created out of out of the vision of, a, of an opportunity and that walking through the, the parade of homes and, and realizing that that two-way glass you know what that could ultimately become and and building a business mm-hmm. around that you know I think that's that's phenomenal um, and just and you know but the fact that this is all being done here in the US as well and from, from a from a video perspective there's not a lot of video product that's manufactured in the US so I think that that's you know another um, kudos and compliments to you guys um, for that for maintaining that standard, especially right now. That's really a big topic. So um, we didn't discuss this in our pre-con at all, but I'm assuming that that um, being made in the USA, there probably are, are you guys BAA, TAA, or um, on any of the, the tariffed um, components there? Do you know? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're pretty well insulated from the, the tariff situation. You know, there's certainly, it's a global economy. Um, so it, it's funny how that works, right? You, you take raw components and it gets shipped overseas where they smelt it and then ship it back here. So then we can produce materials out of it. So no one's untouched in anything. It's, it's just a global economy. But at the same time, when so many of our components and everything is sourced locally, um, and then, you know, produced right here in Green Bay in our factory, uh, it's, it's a pretty, it's an exciting opportunity and we take a lot of pride in that. It is. It is. And I think it's an important, um, it's an important role to, to take. And I think it's also um, a good one to celebrate. And then the, I'm aware of it as I follow you guys on social media and I see, um, I see posts frequently celebrating the fact that you, um, that you are made in the USA, but then also, you know, celebrating the fact that that's still possible today. I think that's, you know, mm-hmm. uh, again, compliments and kudos to, to y'all for, for, for doing that. So, um, so let's, let's dive in a little bit to, to technology and, and, uh, and, let's see outdoor AB um, topic topic du jour today, but um, let's back up again um, and go back to what do you perceive as sort of being the starting point for outdoor AB? What, you know, what, what kind of kicked that off as being um, something that uh, the tech integration community, as well as architects, designers, and consumers, you know, what really kind of got everybody into this out, this notion of outdoor AB? Well, I think we can really point to 2008, and when that market crashed, um, you know, we saw folks, a lot of folks upside down in their homes or even folks, folks that, you know, might have strong affluence. They, there's still, it didn't make sense for them to sell their house and, you know, move to a bigger one or build a bigger one. Uh, the way that whole financial system was structured at that time in the housing market, what made sense is for folks to hang tight and put improvements in their homes. So even though they wanted bigger homes, they had to kind of look outside. And so what happened was folks took that outdoor space, they took their backyards and they started creating rooms of their home out of that backyard space and staycations became very popular where, you know, people kind of buckled down a little bit and they said, let's invest in our home, but we still want these experiences uh, that we would normally get whether we were traveling or, you know, just kind of finding that, hey, you know, we've really learned uh, to love the home that we have and expanded that. And so here's this outdoor space that started becoming rooms of their home. So 
I think there there became a natural demand for the amenities, you know, the appliances, the furnishings, the electronics that folks were, you know, experiencing every day inside the home and start bringing that outside the home. So through that, you know, demand that, that, uh, you know, that vision, I think that's where you start seeing, you know, end users demanding that, but also, you know, the architects and designers of those spaces really having that become a part of their portfolio of saying, let's not just look inside the walls of this house. We've got this whole backyard space too, that we can really make, um, make something of and, and really improve the quality of, of folks' experiences at their homes. So, you know, I, I would say it really, really started back in, the, in that time when folks were looking to stay in their homes, uh, but make more of it. Uh, so that's, that's where that points to. And since then, holy cow, has it become just a huge category. You know, it wasn't just a quick fad and things. It's, that's a trend that we see growing stronger and stronger every year. Yeah, absolutely. And for those of you who are listening or part of the the AB trade of CE Pro, uh, the publication is is on your watch list, and you probably have just seen the CE Pro 100 over the last month, month or two, um, which is sort of an annual review and um, uh, and sort of showcase of trends and and uh, and data points within the industry and basically the top 100 retailers provide um, sales figures and category sales figures and facts and all sorts of insights. So uh, you notice that this past year outdoor, anything in the outdoor space definitely had an increase. Um, I don't have those numbers handy, but take, take a peek at CE Pro and you'll see how big of an opportunity that the outdoor space really is. Particularly, you know, we're, we're focusing on an AV, but there's, you know, there's a lot more that goes into it. And the, for those of you who work in connected kitchens, connected baths, think about outdoor dining, outdoor um, kitchen space and integrating audio video into those as well. Um, you know, make yourself an important um, aspect of that whole community that's that's building or, or designing the outdoor space. And Tony will talk a little bit about, about that as well. It's just kind of like on the PSA segue here. Um, but so with that in mind, you know, what do you think, Tony, what do you think some of the current perceptions are when people think about outdoor um, audio video or, um, you know, is it more than just an outside TV? <laughs> um, you know, just to take it down to the most basic level. But I think, you know, from a consumer aspect, you know, are they, what are their perceptions? What are they looking for? And and I guess even maybe, you know, what, what are they searching for? Is it really as simple as outdoor TV or is it, um, you know, outdoor entertainment? What do you, what do you think? What are the, talk us through that bit. The simple answer is I think a lot of people don't know. They don't really know what they're looking for outside. And yeah, we said, you know, there's some of that demand that kind of stems from it, but it comes down to people saying, boy, I'm sitting out here. I sure would like to, uh, you know, watch, watch the game while I'm sitting outside or have music out here. Very basic things where, um, you know, when they hear TV outside or outdoor TV, what they're really hearing is what they're thinking anyways, indoor TV outside, you know, and they're trying to pigeonhole that here's where I need to put it and all that. And, and they don't, fully understand that I have control over my experience outside by utilizing the right technology for that space. So to give you an example, like a a real world example, I I was doing a walkthrough, I remember down in Scottsdale, Arizona, and and this client's, you know, their backyard was just, just amazing. And, 
you know, over in one third, they had a sport court over, over in this section and kind of in the center area, they had a little overhang with this, they had an indoor TV out there and you, you could, could hardly see it. It was a shaded application, but, but then over in, in the other third of the yard, they had an exposed area with a pool. There's this awesome putting green and it's like my dream home. Right. And, and I asked him, I said, where do you spend all your time out here? He said, without hesitation, he said, we spend 90% of the time out by the pool. And this person was clearly someone that was into technology. I mean, they had it throughout their home. They had just a phenomenal sound system throughout that backyard space. Um, and so they, they were able to get that awareness and, and drive that home. And, and they had the right solution for that. But they had no clue what they could do with video out there. Um, and it really just came down to awareness because, again, you could see that when they're like, yeah, I, you know, I'm ADD. I always need to be, uh, you know, tuned in or my kids need to be tuned in to music and video and all that stuff. This is the best we can do. And, you know, it's an indoor TV in a covered area. And I educated them that, hey, you can get a really big TV right out by your pool. And now you get to experience this area fully. You know, and they really felt value with that investment so that they were able to get the most out of that space that they were using there. Um, so I think they might they might kind of know what they need, but I don't know if they explicitly ask for some of these opportunities that exist because they don't know it exists. You know, I mean, everything from, again, audio and video and lighting, you know, and it's like, um, you know, one of the best best stories with outdoor lighting is. You know, it's not about being outside and having that lighting. It's about the fact that when you're inside at night and you look outside, do you want that space just a black hole and dead? No, you can utilize lighting to really bring that space to life, uh, you know, at night. Um, you know, and that's that's just a great story when it comes to, uh, you know, what, what these products provide for that. So it's, again, really bringing that indoor experience to the outdoors is to the greatest extent possible. You know, I mean, we both know we have harsh winters where we live and, and we want to make the use, you know, make the most of it in the summer. Yet when it's a nice day and you're sitting in the hot tub and it's 32 degrees and snowing, you want to be able to sit in that hot tub and watch the game because that's just the best time to be out there sometimes. So it's about that flexibility and convenience. And at the end of the day, yeah, it's just folks don't really know what's there. To be honest, a lot of our, you know, integration partners don't necessarily know um, the full scope and scale of, of what exists here. Um, you know, for example, when we start talking about outdoor video, the first two questions they ask is, oh, it's an outdoor TV. So can it get rained on? And we're like, well, yeah, it's an outdoor TV. Oh, can I leave it outside year round? Yeah, it's, it's an all seasons, all climate, all weather outdoor TV, you know, and it's, it's built for performance, certainly in the summer months when, when you would be outside, but it's also built for convenience and flexibility where these, these products are, are built to stay there and be used any time of the year that you would want to. So um, it, it's really fun to enlighten folks of, of the experiences that, um, that end users can have and what our integration partners can bring to those end users. Yeah, yeah, and I think that you know your answer to to my original question there, and uh, about not sure that they know exactly what what they're looking for, or not knowing exactly what what they want per se. Um, you know, it, it comes back to the experience, you know, and I think from a 
from a sales perspective, I think when you when you embrace selling from it, from explaining what what the experience potential is and back into then the technology, I think that the conversation changes significantly. And a lot of customers today, from from the feedback that I'm getting from the field, is they really they they're not looking necessarily for a brand name. They're not necessarily looking for a technology. They want you to tell them what they how to answer the experience that you're seeking, or how to express to them an experience that they could have, and and really have it be a very tech light conversation. And so, you know, I think the, the way that you're talking about it, sort of that, you know, entertainment outdoors and take, you know, indoors out and that, you know, I think that tech kind of technology and the products that you guys are selling, particularly at Sierra, you know, really kind of enable and, and even more enjoyable outdoor experience. And whether that's an entertainment environment, if you're cooking and barbecuing and entertaining people, you know, around a meal or, you know, pool party or that sort of thing, or if you're just a homeowner and a family enjoying your space and taking your indoor lifestyle outdoors and enjoying the outdoors, you know, like you said, here in the mountains, I mean, we're, we're at, we're just getting into the seventies and it's the middle of July right now we will kiss that goodbye by the end of August. So the next six, seven weeks for us are really important. And and to your point, we're, we're going to be outside the whole time. And I, I want to be able to live outdoors. I want to be able to enjoy the experience outdoors, you know, you know, when I'm at home, when I outdoors in the mountains, that's a completely different scenario, no technology. But I think people are really looking to take their technology experience with them no matter where they are in the world and even if it's at home it's from indoors going out and as simple as that is how do you have that experience follow you and how do you maybe heighten it because you are outdoors um, so now with that sort of as my my commentary and and segue to the next next thing which is so how how does one heighten that outdoor experience um, from an entertainment audio or video or audio and video um, you know what are some of those those possibilities you were talking about the mm -hmm. talking to clients about you know that big screen TV okay so we know that it's way more than that um, so so talk to us about what's possible sure yeah and it all boils down to providing the opportunity to not talk about what though, you know, it's not the what it's the, the why and the how. So it's really providing the opportunities to ask the client, how do you plan to spend your time outside? And I, you had a previous podcast, I can't remember the gentleman's name, but he made a great point. He said, you know, I love it when I have a client that they're not talking about what I want in each space but how I plan to live in my home. Yeah. And that's what outdoor technology brings to that outdoor space as well. And so when we can say, how do you spend your time outside? That's where we now open the doors to, you know, it, it doesn't matter where. It doesn't even matter what from their perspective. It matters how and why they're going to be spending their time outside. And then that's where we come in um, you know, within this industry to provide those, those solutions. So with outdoor TVs, for example, I mean, there's, there's dedicated outdoor TVs for a shaded application. There's dedicated outdoor TVs that you can provide for direct sun. And, you know, why is there a difference there? I mean, it, once it gets 90, 100 degrees in the direct sun, the TV's warming up way hotter than that. So, you know, like our ultra bright TVs, they have active airflow systems in them. They, you know, they have heating, cooling elements. Um, not to mention the performance of the brightness in the panel um, that that really allow that TV to survive in that space. But again, it's a product that's providing that flexibility 
uh, in how they experience that outdoor space. You know, for example, my backyard faces south. And I'm a big baseball fan. I love watching the Brewers, but even more so, I love listening to Bob Euchre call a Brewer game. But when I'm trying to listen to Euchre call a Brewer game while I'm playing baseball with my kids in the backyard, I can't really pick up what's going there. So by having an outdoor TV there, and again, it faces south. So, I mean, just not even a shade series outdoor TV is going to cut it there. You know, there we can be playing and say, Ew, hey, kids, I see the bases are loaded. Let's see what's going on here. And that's a pretty cool thing to be able to provide that experience because otherwise there's trade-offs, yeah. you know, I say, well, kids, it's like bottom of the ninth. I got to stay inside to watch this. So we're going to be, yeah, let's go play ball. And if something happens, we get to see it. Same with the audio. Like I said, I love listening to you call a game. And that's where there's audio opportunities out there that really provide an immersive audio experience. You know, it's not just, I think when people are thinking outdoor audio, they're thinking those traditional speakers that get, tucked in the overhang, you know, and they're firing out from the the patio door, where if I'm on the other side of the yard, because my seven-year-old hit a home run, so I'm chasing after the thing, you know, I've got to crank that sound up so I can hear it on the on the other side of the yard. Well, now my neighbors are giving me a funny look, and, and you know, you need that outdoor solution where, you know, with the audio now that we provide for outdoor, you can have that immersive sound everywhere, you know, less is more. So it's less output per, per speaker, but you have, you know, better quality and a more immersive sound where it's a nice, even sound distribution and you're not disrupting your neighbors, which is really cool. So in the same, like I said, with outdoor lighting, now you're ex- extending your time that you can spend outside without having a glaring floodlight, you know, again, in that overhang next to your two speakers that are blasting music. Um, you know, now you can actually have lighting that really creates that that ambient light source throughout the uh, throughout the backyard space or even accent lighting. Uh, so really bringing that full experience outside where it's all about, again, where and how are you spending your time out here and then providing those product solutions that, that allow that experience, um, you know, to be met. But again, it's what you're not going to get from someone is them saying, well, I want to be out here sitting by the pool and I want to watch TV too because it's just not an inherent demand for them because they don't know the product solutions exist to allow them to do that. But if you know they're spending their time out there, now you can introduce the product solutions and hey, if they say, no, I'm out here, I want to avoid all technology, so be it. But that's probably not even the case anyway because if they're talking to an AV integrator, they're into technology. So it's like, hey, we've got these pretty cool solutions and this is where design comes into play. It's like, look, your traditional solutions of what you want, these gaudy speakers, you know, sitting up under the overhang, and we've got something much more seamless. You know, we have outdoor TV solutions that really enhance the design of that space just through their unique design out, unique design elements, um, you know, that, that really enhance the design of that space. I mean, that's what, you know, SEER is about. That's what the, our other, you know, complementary companies within the other outdoor AV categories are all about is its performance, certainly, its functionality, longevity, being warranted for outdoor use. But so much, so much of it is about design as well. We don't, we want to minimize those trade-offs, you know, when it comes from a design perspective. So that's where it really becomes a lot of fun is we're actually able to complement the design of that space. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think that's one of the, one of the great things about 
um, what you guys do and ha- not just what you guys do, but how you guys do it and the products that you bring to market. Um, and I want to talk about that a little bit, but I, um, there's a couple of things that you said that, that, that had me, had me intrigued and I, I kind of want to tee them, tee them up a little bit. So, um, it, when, what are some of the recommendations that you would make for architects, interior designers, and even um, technology integrators for having that conversation with the customer or as they're listening to the customer express to them what it is that they're looking to accomplish with, with a project that includes an outdoor, um, outdoor technology of any sort, or I should say of an outdoor project of, of any nature. So for architects and interior designers, what are, what are some of the things that, that the clients might be saying that they should be paying close attention to, or conversely that we would recommend that um, they either bring up um, or, or make sure that an integrator is involved in order to bring up. Um, and then for, uh, for both architects and integrators, if you would just kind of, or I'm sorry for architects and interior designers, mm-hmm. if you would, um, you know, kind of offer some insights and, and tips there. Well, one to kind of take a step back there, I want to make sure that that community, you know, the architects and designers that are, that are really operating in that outdoor space, or maybe they're just indoor now, but it's an opportunity for them to go out, outside, you know, really engage with understanding, you know, with us as manufacturers or with the integration partners out there, you know, the low voltage subcontractors, um, really engage with them what those opportunities are. Um, because I think, you know, they, they really, you know, architects, designers, they really want to provide their client with the best experience that meets their needs. And I just want to make sure that you know, they're aware of the product solutions that are going to bring that experience to their clients. So that's kind of first and foremost, again, is, you know, it all boils down to awareness. And that awareness isn't, isn't just about the end user. That, where, that awareness, you know, um, opportunity transcends everyone, you know, at every step of this process. So, you know, being aware of these solutions that exist, you know, asking those questions. And like I said, it's really, you know, where are you spending your time out here? And, and it's, it's paying attention to, you know, is this someone that uh, loves to cook outside, you know, and there's outdoor appliances and furnishings with that, but we're paying attention to how AV can enhance that experience. So it's almost mirroring, I think, in a lot of ways, what they're looking to do indoors in those relative spaces to the outdoors. Mm-hmm. Certainly, there's going to be an outdoor kind of focal point area. You know, maybe it's centered around the fire. Um, you know, that's, you know, kind of a nice fire pit and all that outside. That's very common as a focal point outside. Well, that's effectively your outdoor living room and you know, your gathering room. And there it's, hey, how can we, how can we build a, a, a structure so that, you know, they're going to, again, they're going to be wanting to maybe have family night outside and watch a movie while they're sitting by the fire, just like they would maybe watch you know, TV above their fireplace inside. Uh, so mirroring some of those, those opportunities, um, you know, and, and again, that, that transcends beyond video, obviously to everything, but, um, you know, and I don't know, Katie, does that answer your question as yeah. far as, you know, kind of where to start? Yeah. I, I think it's mirroring the experience that they're having inside, but bringing that outside as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's funny. I even wrote that now, wrote that quote down as you were saying it, because I think that that, that, that concept of marrying um, the outdoors with the indoors or the outdoors with the indoor, however you want to say that um, mm-hmm. it is 
really, I think, is, is one of the many connecting points that we, we have in the AV trade with architects and interior designers especially um, because there is such a, a push and continued push for um, connected spaces, indoor and outdoor spaces. So, you know, so that, yes, that was the perfect answer. Um, and it kind of teased me up perfectly for now asking you to, to shift gears into your products specifically and some of the, um, the types of things that you guys um, manufacture and some considerations that, again, this audience, architects, interior designers, and uh, technology integrators, um, with regard to the kind of the application of those, pro- those products. Um, just share with us a little bit, of, you know, a little bit deeper dive on Sierra now, if you would. Um, specifically with Sierra and yeah. the products that we, we provide yeah. with that. So, um, you know, with, with the outdoor, yeah, I mean, we focus on outdoor TVs. And we have two different categories of outdoor TVs. We have our shade series outdoor TVs, um, you know, and that's introduced as, as a product solution where it is a shaded application and it is covered. It might be in that overhang right outside your, right outside your patio door. Um, and inherently people are like, well, I'll just stick an indoor TV outside and replace it when it fails, which it's like, okay, you're inherently putting something there that out of the gate, you're expecting it to fail. And Murphy's law dictates that five minutes before your party's about to start, that's when that thing fails. And it, it may even turn on and off, but it degrades. So that panel degrades. So that indoor panel would. So that's where we provide outdoor TVs, even dedicated for shaded applications that are warranted for that space. They are expected to work, you know, not just function, but also perform. So to put it simply, you know, your indoor TV, that's a sports car. You know, that can be a really high-end indoor TV, but that is a sports car, not meant meant to be driven off-road. Our Shade Series outdoor TVs, those are four-wheel drive vehicles that are a specific skill set for that space, Um, you know, designed for heat, humidity fluctuations, again, just to be warranted for that outdoor space and and still, you know, 100% weatherproof. But then... We also have four-wheel drive sports cars, and there are ultra-bright outdoor TVs. So those are built for maximum performance and durability and agility and flexibility where you're going to put that TV outside. So very high brightness panel, but has our patent-pending adaptive picture technology. So what that's going to do is you're going up to really max high brightness during the periods of high sunlight, direct sun even. Um, but when dusk and nighttime, you know, as that TV, as, as it's transitioning into the, into the, uh, the night, you don't want those high knit levels. And in a knit is basically how we measure the brightness of the TVs. You don't want those high knit levels screaming at you. Um, so it seamlessly automatic, you know, it seamlessly automatically adjusts that backlighting. Um, you know, so you have that optimal, that comfortable, comfortable viewing. But when that's getting ramped back up for the next day, for viewing during high noon the next day, it's also adjusting the, uh, the contrast ratio in there. So you have optimal color, uh, color saturation. So again, it's, it's built for performance. It's very unique technology that's dedicated for that outdoor space, uh, along with our adaptive airflow system, so that you are able to, you know, even if that TV's off, as long as it's plugged in and you have your settings correct on there, that active airflow system is going to work so that the TV doesn't melt in, in the hot sun. 
Um, and it's extremely high design. If you saw this, it's just, just a beautiful TV. Um, you know, these reflective side panels uh, on there to, to really make it just seem seamless and, and really blended into that space. So, I mean, that's the thing. Everything Sierra does, as high performance as we might get with things, there's always, always going to be an element of high design with that as well. So, so we have, yeah, four-wheel drive, uh, you know, outdoor TVs for those shaded applications and four-wheel drive Ferraris uh, for the direct sun, uh, direct sun applications. I, I give credit to my, my counterpart, Alan Nass, for coining that. I, I love it. Four-wheel drive Ferrari. And that's exactly where that TV fits in. So, I mean, up to 86 inches. So, you know, you're talking a, a big, dedicated TV where ultimately our goal is to bring that indoor viewing experience outside to the greatest extent possible. So, yeah, yeah, no, that's at 86 inches. I mean, that's that's a big that's a big boy for for outdoor. So, yeah, I think it's uh, you definitely have a lot of a lot of options in in the lineup here. Um, I, mean, I want to bump indoors really quickly, though. We're talking about outdoor. I want to make sure that we don't um, that 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 we don't uh, look over a very important part of your company, also, which is on the mirror and the smart mirror yeah. side, and particularly with some of the new advancements there. Um, it, I would be remiss if I didn't have you talk a little bit about about what what you're doing there just specifically with the lighting and um and that so i know i didn't cue you up on that before before the show but oh, if you, right. yeah but yeah. talk to us a little bit about that too just it's such a it, from a from a technology trend um you know it's such a big such a big deal and i want to make sure that you guys have uh, are are able to talk about it a little bit here today given the audience yeah so we've got yeah a tv mirrors that's where our company started uh, so started in the garage in 2003, making TV mirrors for bathroom applications. Um, and what our strength has been since day one is the quality of our vanishing glass, you know, true color and clarity, very high brightness reflectivity, and also high, high uh, TV transmissivity through that mirror. So the quality of that glass and in the bathroom application, that's pass fail. You know, that is a, that is a functional mirror that you use every day to start your day, to end your day. Um, you know, we pretty quickly developed our entertainment series of TV mirrors as well, because people wanted those, the viewable screens to be bigger and put in the living room and, you know, the entertainment TV mirror, you think of that as TV first, mirror second, where it's kind of a designer reflectivity, um, you know, not, not so much a high brightness functional reflectivity like the, the vanity TV mirror is. Um, so TV mirrors from 19 inches all the way up to 65, even 75, 85 we've done. Um, you know, and, and some very unique applications where, again, everything's made to order right here in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And uh, so we're scalable with those mirror sizes. You know, if you say my bathroom vanity is 90 inches wide by 48 and a half high, perfect. You know, we'll, we'll produce that for you. Or my yoga studio, you know, I've, I've got a 200-inch run, you know, that's, that's 60 inches high and I need mirrors throughout that. Hey, we'll provide you a, a really cool, elegant experience in that space. Um, you know, so that's, that's the TV mirrors. Um, you know, we also have Hydra indoor waterproof TVs. Those were born when folks wanted to put the TV mirrors in the shower. Like, well, it's for a vanity, but not necessarily in the shower. Um, but Hey, that's where people, last thing you do before a company jumps in, uh, comes over is you jump in the shower and now it's your security monitor. You see who's coming and going right in that space. Um, I mean, sitting there for two hours, watch a movie, I guess, but, uh, you know, it, that's cool, cool designer TV technology that fits a very specific, uh, functional requirement 
that product, the hydrant or waterproof TV, actually became very popular in a kitchen backsplash. Folks were always specifying Pantone color 877C. I said, why am I always seeing this? They said, well, it looks like stainless steel. Oh, matches the appliances in the kitchen. So the design community was taking that product out of the shower and actually specifying it for the kitchen backsplash. Why? Well, just like people don't put microwaves on the counter anymore, they're built in. You're now doing that with TVs. You see it with coffee makers all the time. So that's where the hydro becomes, it makes the TV and appliance in the kitchen. Um, But then going back to the mirror products. So like I said, we had TV mirrors, but some folks said, hey, you know, how about, uh, it was actually a, a hotel said, hey, how about we integrate lighting with your with your TV mirror? And I said, sure, you know, we can do that. And we developed a lighted TV mirror. And I said, well, through budgetary constraints, you know, maybe that's not going to fly. What if you took the TV out of the mirror? Well, that's that's an offensive request to the TV mirror company, right? But we did it. And sure enough, the lighted mirror was born. So a lot of people may not know that, but TV lighted TV mirrors actually came about before lighted mirrors did. And, you know, if you've stayed in a hotel recently, you've probably seen a lighted mirror. Um, so that's a whole nother market that's out there. And lighted mirrors alone, I mean, we produce 40 to 50,000 of them a year, you know, here, right here in Green Bay, Wisconsin, in our factory. And, and uh, it's just a, you know, tremendous, uh, tremendous product. You know, it's, it's that product that's a, a true necessity. Like I said, every bathroom needs lighting. Every bathroom needs a mirror, uh, you know, and, and we're able to provide that in a, a better solution. I mean, arguably more elegant, but better because of the quality of that light that shines on the face. So um, you've talked about CU courses in the past and your other, other shows. And so we have a CU course that specifically focuses on lighting, the science of light. And it just talks about how LED technology and the quality of that, um, you know, really really brings a, a better quality of light in that space. Um, but we're also providing a better quality experience in that space with our smart mirrors. So smart mirrors are really, really the pinnacle of that bathroom mirror technology. So we talked about TV mirrors, lighted mirrors. Smart mirrors are bringing a connected um, experience into that bathroom space. And frankly, for people on the go, that's where they're spending a lot of their time when they're in the home, you know, in the morning, getting themselves ready and at night, uh, you know, winding down for the day. The smart mirror is this opportunity. It's a personalized hub right in your mirror. That's voice and touch control where you can load up your emails, your calendar. What's the clock? What's the weather? You know, I'm on the road. My wife is at home trying to get her, you know, three boys ready and herself ready, you know, and trying to figure out, you know, hey kids, you know, it's going to be, 30 degrees today, or maybe it's going to be 60, who knows? And, you know, you got to make sure they're getting dressed right and all that. And all that information is right there in that smart mirror, you know, along with being able to uh, serve the uh, social media addiction that we all have too. So um, it's, it's, it's maybe almost a challenge to explain relative to what a fantastic experience it is when you actually can see it in action. Um, And Katie, I know you have, you've seen it in action, but, uh, yeah, checking that out is is phenomenal. I mean, it it solves what you know people dragging their phones, their smartphones, and their tablets into that bathroom so that they are connected to the world. Boom, right here, it's right in your mirror in an elegant design. 
um, but also providing that information right there, um, right in that kind of personalized heads up display. So yeah, like I said, different degrees of mirror technology throughout the home, um, but even physically in the bathroom space, when you look at that smart mirror and what that experience provides um, to our, our TV mirrors, lighted mirrors, we have an, even have like voice and, and music mirrors. So many different degrees of technology. And like I said, across it all, it's all high design because that is the expectation. Um, you know, we, we don't want to trade, we don't want to trade off for design when it comes to providing people those technology experiences that they're looking for. Right, right. Now, uh, this is great because I have all these topics that I was going to tee up and then I was going to ask you a question and you were going to answer and then I'd ask you another question and then you'd answer, but um, you just knocked off three of them right there. So that, that was great. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was going to ask you about CEU and make sure that, that we had, that we talked that through. Um, and, and I wanted to just quick sidebar. You mentioned this, the, the social media addiction, because I was just cruising social media as you were talking there. Um, the Sarah's social media feeds are really great. Um, for those of you looking for, uh, to deepen your social media addiction, um, follow Sarah, uh, at S E U R A. How you spell Sura, S-E-U-R-A. Especially on Twitter and Instagram, you will find a ton of inspiration and a lot of resources. Um, they also provide a lot of blogs um, about technology or experiences that might be enhanced by technology. So if you're just looking for um, some great insights, some good inspiration, um, ideas how to apply this type of technology, follow Sura on social media, but then also bump over to the website, Sura.com. Um, Tony will go into all of this a little bit later, but I just wanted to, to take a minute now while we had listener attention here because Tony you just went through a bunch of really information in, in really good information on your product line um, and in there too I think there are definitely some additional opportunities that you surfaced and so I want to kind of touch back on those and just you know this whole notion of science the science of light and um, lighted mirrors smart TVs integrated um, lighting and, and TVs and mirror technologies in the bathroom they're that that combination is probably one of the most talked about topics um, in the on the AV side of the world. But moreover, I know that it's a very hot topic with architects and interior designers as well. And in fact, many of the interior designers that I know now as a result of their connection to the CDA community, um, CDA being the Custom Electronic Design and Installation Association, the association and the annual expo, Interior designers that are attending that CD Expo event are talking nonstop about Sira, and especially last year, you guys did you you guys did a presentation for the Design Connection tour, and I think that might have been where you introduced one of one of your newer smart mirrors. And social media was just off the chain. There was so much mm -hmm. chatter chatter about what you guys are doing and just how you you know you've you've really thought it through, and have provided a very high style, as you noted, um, high style, high performance beautiful solution that blends seamlessly into the home. And I think to be able to say that of a technology that, that represents video um, to say that it blends seamlessly into the home. I mean that those things are really important. Nobody likes the idea, the look of a, of a TV, nobody likes the idea of a big, you know, unless that's the style that you're looking for, but sort of a big gaudy frame around a mirror, you know, there's all sorts of these, these things now that you can, that you can do to make these things blend more seamlessly into your space. And the fact that technology is going with them just, you know, it excites me. And that's the reason that this podcast exists you know, connecting tech and design. You know, we now live at this intersection where, where technology and design are, 
are really, you know, interwoven into almost every aspect of our of our life. So, yes, I'm just fascinated by what what you guys do. Um, one question I did want to ask was: It sounds like uh, you do do a lot of custom work. Is that correct? And if so, talk talk that through a little bit again, just so the audience understands how they work with a company like Sierra. Yep, yep. So, outdoor TVs. You know, I mean, that's a pretty finite um, you know specification, um, but with TV mirrors or lighted mirrors, where our strength really lies is to be able to provide those tailored solutions. You know, and, and it's it's about scalability. Uh, so we have some really efficient tools that that allow someone to kind of walk right through the information we need. You know, to get them, you know, that that personalized solution for their home or for their client's home. Um, so, like with mirrors, for example. Again, the 90% of the residential bathroom, uh, you know, vanities that we run across, we're creating those vanity TV mirrors or smart mirrors or lighted mirrors, are are custom size, very specific. They need a very specific size, um, you know, mirror to fit that space, and we can scale that. You know, so we have you know certain certain kind of size limitations overall, but I mean it fits 99% of what you need. So, you know, and down to fractions of an inch where you know, it's like, oh, it's a double sink setup. So I need my my viewable screen. I need that smart display right in the middle between the two sinks. Um, you know, and we can do that. Or maybe it's a single sink setup, but with a mirror that extends over the side. So that's where I want the viewable screen and needs to be, you know, an exact width and, and height and all that, you know, within some of the fabrication tolerances, of course. Um, you know, cutting glass, kind of like cutting drywall. It's an interesting process. You, you score it and you polish it and all that. But, uh, um, yeah, the, the point is, you know, think of it as being scalable. We're scalable in individual products um, specs. We're also scalable in the quantity of the products that we produce. So you come to our factory and it's just a fantastic experience because you see the folks hands-on, um, you know, producing that, that, one, that one unique TV mirror, lighted mirror, uh, or smart mirror that is going to go into a client's home. And it's a one-of-a-kind vanity. You know, and then you see hundreds of lighted mirrors being produced for, you know, that quality hotel property where folks are really being introduced to the experience that this mirror technology can provide them. Um, so it's it's an exciting uh, facility here where, you know, an exciting process where we can do- design something specific to your project. Um, and it's very scalable. And, oh, okay, you need one? No problem. You know, we're able to do that. Um, or you need 100? No problem. You know, we're able to do that. So, um, you know, it's all about that scalability and both the the size of that individual product that you need for your, for that space. Um, you know, think of it like a back bar, you know, everyone wants a mirror, everyone wants a TV in that space, and we can do that just right to fit. Um, you know, but maybe it's, uh, maybe it's a chain of properties where they need several of them, and, and we'll do that as well. So, um, yeah, it's uh, and that's that's one of the strengths of being a U.S. manufacturer is agility and uh, scalability and, uh, you know, the scope of what we provide. Yeah. And I think for for our audience, you know, agility and scalability from a manufacturer that's U.S. based, um, those are really important factors. So, um, you know, one of the other things that I would probably add to that is accessibility. And you guys are incredible 
incredibly accessible um, and 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 available to work through projects. Um, and that's feedback that I've gotten from the field manufacturer, or, sorry, not manufacturers, integrators that have worked with you. Um, it, absolutely love the brand and um, appreciate the support and um, and have always put Sierra as, as you know a high quality brand that they can rely on, um, and therefore is a trusted brand that's part of their part of their arsenal. So, um, you know, I think you guys well, are, thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I, uh, feedback from the field there, but you know, I obviously, you know, keep, keep doing what you're doing because it's, it certainly is resonating with the industry and certainly, um, you know, there's, there's been no greater time for an opportunity like this to be, um, leveraged by the integration community, but also architects and designers as well. Um, so with mm-hmm. that in mind, kind of you know, sort of final question as we, as we begin to ramp down a little bit, but final question, and then, and then we'll, we'll catch up on a few things here is, you know, the, the opportunity that, that exists here. Um, one of the, one of the applications that you mentioned earlier, and it was funny, my, my, I had a little bit of a cringe because you mentioned that, that ill-fated TV over the fireplace scenario. And, you know, we, it, in the trade, we always hear, you know, inside, you know, of, of how one should never put a TV over the fireplace. And yet that's inherently where everyone wants to put the TV or it's the most convenient place to put it in the room because of the way that the room is laid out, whether you really want it above mm-hmm. the fireplace or not. So, so we know better than to do that indoors. I mean, there's a time and place for everything I know. But now, so let's go outdoor, and I'm going to tee that up as one of the opportunities that from where I sit as, as being a, a great place for the integration community as well as architects and designers to start a conversation with a client about um, potentially expanding scope and getting involved in this outdoor area of the project. So, you know, I see outdoor television, um, you know, as you said, that fireplace, um, the outdoor fire pit area or things like that. So there's opportunity number one uh, that, that I see. So if you would expand on that and then, and then toss out a couple more specific opportunities around, you know, let's just say the proverbial backyard um, that, that are opportunity points and sort of how to, how to approach that with a client. Sure. And so, yeah, when we're talking about that, like kind of outdoor fire pits and that living area, um, you know, it's really taking outdoor video, you know, from us where we say, look, you know, the TV, it's, it's a focal point of a space and it's looking at those spaces and, you know, whether you're using the outdoor TV as the focal point of that space, or maybe it's a dual focal point along with, you know, that fireplace, or, I mean, I don't, I think there's multiple design elements you can have, but um, just because of the design of the products that we provide, you know, there isn't a trade-off to having that, you know, TV there as well, where it's, it is an elegant focal point that is also AV technology and providing a video solution uh, you know, for the client and, uh, or when you look at a, a pool, you know, there's some of the coolest installs are when the TV is kind of at the base of the pool, it almost sort of bookends it a bit. And so from a design perspective, it, it really creates a footer for that pool design, um, by utilizing that, that video technology there. And again, because the, the technology itself is high design. And, uh, you know, when, when an architect and, you know, designers looking at an outdoor space, it's, you know, let's keep in mind that, hey, we can put a TV anywhere out here that we want. And we might want to kind of build the decorative structure where that TV can go in, um, you know, rather than kind of as an afterthought, you know, there's a will, there's always a way. But, but if we can plan ahead to be running the wires and, and the structure to be able to mount that, that TV out there, that's, hey, all the better. 
And when we just tell the client, like, here, you know, we know you're going to love this. We're going to, we're going to do this for you. Um, that's what they're looking for in those spaces. So again, it all again boils down to making sure we understand how and why uh, folks are utilizing that outdoor space kind of having that vision of, you know, is it an outdoor kitchen that they say I'm spending 90% of my, of my time out here cooking. Okay. Let's look at that space. Let's see where we can provide them, you know, video, you know, where are you going to be standing? You know, maybe think about that experience so that we're positioning that, that correctly. Um, you know, we see people do multiple TVs in their backyard space because they say, well, I'm everywhere, you know, and I want to be able to see the game all the time. Or my kids are out here watching movies at night or I want my kids out here watching movies instead of sitting outside or sitting inside, you know, or outdoor gaming, whatever the story might be, you know, really, okay, where is that happening here? And and then designing those, those elements around that to be able to, to fit this in there. Yeah. Yeah. And there obviously are ways to make all of this disappear for those who are interested in, in mm-hmm. having technology visible when they want it and not when they don't. Um, is when we're talking about uh, making TVs disappear in an outdoor environment, is there typically a handoff to another supplier of motorization or do you guys, uh, and, you know, I'm thinking like, you know, motorized lifts mm-hmm. and, um, you know, concealment solutions, things like that. Is that anything that you guys get involved with or is there another party typically? And if so, name names, if you feel like, or if not, just sort of a generalized, just so our audience understands sort of what, what that handoff is and, and who else needs to get involved. We want to get a little bit more sort of technical. Sure. Yeah. I mean, so when it comes to like the, the mounting and all that stuff, you know, we, we have some, we have some standard outdoor mounts, um, very heavy duty, very high quality mounts. Um, I think what you're speaking to is like, yeah, sometimes you get in these unique applications where they might need something motorized or lifts or um, something very specific. And, and there's, that would be other companies. Um, to be honest, we don't always have uh, full visibility to what they, um, or I guess the, how they, they mount, install and integrate uh, our products. It's, you know, it's great when we can see those end pictures and please keep those coming. We, we love seeing that. Our team likes to see it. Um, you know, future automation is one that, you know, I, I, I know we come across, I would consider them a, a very uh, complimentary company to Sierra in respect of the fact that if you give them their, you know, what your vision is of how, how you're utilizing this space and say, this is what I need my Sierra outdoor TV to do, you know, that company will take that vision and, and they'll make the mount for it that, that is required to bring that vision to life. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Good, good, good. So as a uh, future automation, for those of you who are uh, not familiar, check them out. If you are familiar, um, check that out again. They do really cool, really cool um, automation and concealment solutions for technology. A lot of interior designers and architects are pretty familiar with, with that brand. Um, but glad to hear that they're complimentary to you guys. They do come up pretty often on this podcast. So um mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, good, good. Okay. So, um, I guess, you know, at this point, gosh, I mean, I feel like we've, we've talked, we've talked it through. Um, I have a question for you, which is very personal in nature, which is Tony, how do you outdoor AV? How do I outdoor AV? Yeah. So this is, we'll we'll clip this together and I'll, I'll re-ask you the question, but this is so, you know, like when, when you're thinking outdoor AV, like what, what is that? to you you know like it's you know i'm in my backyard playing baseball with my kids or you know like whatever just make it a little bit personal right 
Yeah, and and that's I tell that story a lot because that really is. Yeah, you know, yeah, you guys you did you did kind of tell yeah. that story already. Okay, so no, so maybe yeah. I won't no. maybe I won't do that one. I Okay. Well, no problem. I mean, because it boils down to I love music outside. I love okay. being outside at night. You know, okay. so that's where lighting comes into play. Yeah. Music's where the audio comes into play. You know, I love watching the brewers through the summer, and I love listening to the brewers as well while playing with my kids, though, which is a distraction. So you need that video to cue your cue your mind of, oh, hey, it's time to pay attention. So, um, yeah, I just that's that's my immersive experience outside. So. Love it. Love it. Yeah. My, mine's similar. We don't have kids, but we do have a, we, we do have a dog and it's uh, as soon as the weather warms up, you know, which for us in the mountains, it's, you know, if it's over 20, it's warm. Um, but when it actually. And, start... and loud music and a bright, <laughs> loud music and a bright TV scared the bears away. Exactly. Exactly. So the extra bonus, bonus points there, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, uh, well, I've really enjoyed talking about outdoor AV with you. With you, we really only scratched the surface, but uh, we'll 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 reconvene and, and dive into it a little bit deeper another day. But uh, given the fact that it is summertime, and I know you want to get outside, and I want to get outside, we'll wind this bad boy down. But I truly appreciate you taking the time today to talk a little bit about outdoor AV and and making an immersive outdoor entertainment experience possible. Um, definitely for integrators, uh, we know that there's a slew of products and resources available uh, to make these to make these opportunities and experiences, but um, getting a deep dive in on Sira S-E-U-R-A, has been fantastic. Tony, if you would, share with us a uh, web address, social media, if you've got it handy, if not, I do, um, and then also Cedia Expo booth, and where um, those that are attending Cedia Expo in September might be able to find you. Yeah, we're going to – oh, there's a couple different uh, places that you'd be able to find us at CDS. So um, those details aren't aren't yet released, but we're okay. looking forward to a big CDS. So, um, but, uh, yeah, I just want to give you and, and your audience a huge thank you. Um, that's just fantastic. Really appreciate it. Yeah, we will be at CDS. Um, just provide some fantastic opportunities there to really experience CIRA uh, and Outdoor AV. Um, and, uh yeah, it's it's uh, it's coming up fast. That's it is. Sure. So it is. But yeah, check check out more of Sierra at uh, yeah for the website www.sierra.com. That's www.sierra.com. Uh, that's that's just the the best place to really see the the full uh, product lineup and experiences that we can provide. But feel free to uh, to give us a call and um, you know if anyone wants to email me, my email address is. Tony at Sierra.com. That's T-O-N-Y at S-E-U-R-A.com. Happy to uh, answer any questions and and, uh, help folks find their their dream with video throughout the home where regular TVs can't go and, and, uh, you know, provide that outdoor AV experience. So beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. And CD Expo, as you said, is right around the corner. I was talking to somebody earlier and was like, oh my gosh, it really is seven weeks away. So from today, when we're recording this seven weeks to CD Expo, oh my goodness. You guys are in booth 501 with details forthcoming. Um, As I mentioned earlier, uh, your social media feeds are fantastic. So I don't know who's behind all of that, but give them a high five from Katie because you guys do a great job. Um, Just really, really insightful. Yep. Yep. Lots of information there. So uh, handle is at 
Sira, S-E-U-R-A. Definitely encourage you to follow uh, follow the brand and engage with the brand and uh, get to know them better. So, Tony Blodgett, sir, thank you once again for taking time. I do appreciate it. Uh, as we, we now just noted, I'll see you in Denver. Yes, and, indeed. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. It's trade show season. It's uh, We like to think it's summer break, but it's not. It's, uh, it's still trade show season. So, But until then, you enjoy <laughs> some outdoor living and some outdoor AV, courtesy of Sarah and friends, I'm sure. And uh, I will catch up with you in Denver, Colorado for CD Expo in just seven short weeks. Fantastic. I appreciate it, Katie, and look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you all again on another episode of Connecting Tech and Design.